welcome to Red Gate and Wolf. We're an actual Play Monster of the Week podcast, and I am your host and keeper, Sarah. And joining me today is Sean. Hi, I'm Sean, and I play Angus McRae, the monstrous. And joining us once again is our very special guest, Mr. Ray. Hi, I'm Mr. Ray. I'm the keeper of $2 Creature Feature, and I am playing Severus Savati, the spooktacular. And we have a returning guest, Ollie. Hi, everyone. It's me. I'm Ollie. You can find me over at OJWH Reviews on Facebook, where I talk about films and TV and stuff, except not stuff. You can find me elsewhere on other podcasts. When last we met, Meadow's very adult son had come to town with his traveling funfair. Weird shit went down, and they very quickly learned something was messing with reality and causing some body-swapping carnage to happen. We also learned that Meadow's memories had been lost as a consequence of the time travel rituals they had all performed together back in 1999. But we return you now, after Severus had just coaxed his half-sibling out of Mangus, while Daddy Hendrix fretted helplessly nearby. I think Severus is going to hand the baby over to the, uh, the, the carnival folk who Hendrix brought in and be like, uh, Wash that up first. Um, be sure to wrap it up, and uh, make sure she's she's safe. You know, uh, cared for. Um, yes, sir. Um, it would also be best if you could vacate. If you would like to use my trailer uh, to keep the baby safe, that would be absolutely spectacular. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hendrix, what do you do? Uh, as the baby's being handed over, I just keep watching carefully. Meanwhile, we've got. Oh gosh, there's so many priorities in so many different locations. I, uh, where where are they taking the baby exactly? Uh, to to my my trailer. It should be in the furthest side of the uh, fun fair. Definitely out of the way. The baby should be safe there. I'm 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 gonna go with it just in case. We don't know where Meadow is right now. That that may be a good idea. I'm sure, Mr. Angus and I, um, have have a lot to sort out. You're damn right, we do. I need to get cleaned up and give me a jacket or something. I I can't. Uh, all of mine are m- mine's a little dirty. Um, <laughs> and Severus will pull off his shirt and like give it to Meadow Angus. And so now you know all Severus is in is just like this undershirt and really nice dress pants. So the the men in this room are in various states of undress. <laughs> Uh huh. No, I guess Mid Angus also is too. So <laughs> at least they are getting more clothing out of this deal. I've seen some videos like this. <laughs> really? Where'd you find them? Really? <laughs> Angus will uh, take the shirt and kind of wrap it around himself. His nether regions. Her nether regions. Oh, there's more space. Mm-hmm. So much room for activities. Oh, oh, God, God damn it! Please don't say that. <laughs> Not in her voice. Now put me back in my goddamn body. Well, where, where did Meadow run off to? I guess where did you run off to? I don't know. I mean, did she just leave you in here and then leave? 
It's a dark room, man. I can't see anything. I'm going to use magic. Um, I'm going to use the game is fixed. So I would agree with that completely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's nine. I'm going to use one of my boons to make it a ten. Okay, sure. Yep. I want to track someone magically, and I want to track down Meadow. Okay. Ang- Ango? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Meadow and Angus's buddy. I guess I should be that specific. Yeah. God, this is so confusing. <laughs> How do you think I feel? <laughs> How do you pee? I can't answer that question. So how is this magic looking? How are you conducting this magic? Spectacularly. <laughs> you know what? I think it'd be really cool if he cast a spell on a nearby mirror just to get a like picture of where Meadow and Angus's body is. Are. Okay. Yeah, sure. You'll have to do a chant, though. Incantation. Mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, where's Angus' penis? What? It doesn't rhyme. Sorry, that's that's a that's an old. Uh, I I don't think a lot of people are going to get that reference. Uh, I apologize. So you stand in front of one of the mirrors. You cast your magic. Yes. And you see that a naked Angus oh, God. appears to be in a small room. There's his penis. With four white painted walls. Well, three that you can see. One of you you're looking at. A naked Angus, or a Nangus, if you will. Yeah, Nangus. Lying on some kind of makeshift beard. And what, you're probably familiar with this because you've probably had to spring a few of your employees from a jail cell before. Oh. I always end up in jail. Yep. Oh, mercy. Okay, well... There appears to be a thin blanket covering this naked Mangus, but because Mangus is pretty tall, not much coverage has been afforded by this blanket. All right. Uh, well, when you're that well endowed. <laughs> Elephantine, I believe you said. Yes. Right. Um, well. It's like I'm loose. It, <laughs> it appears that you are in the slammer. So, um, we should Again? go in. Yes, we should go and retrieve Meadow post haste. I, I don't think I should walk in there looking like this. Prestidigitation. Yeah, can, can I do that for <laughs> for Angus Meadow? Uh, Ango? sure. <laughs> All right, uh, Mando. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, Severus will just like snap his fingers and be almost like a bewitch style and just, you know, musical noise and Meadows, Hengus Meadows, uh, cleaned off. <coughs> there. Now you're a little bit more presentable. Hengus <coughs> buttons what he can on the shirt. He's worn worse. <laughs> yes, I feel so much more comfortable now. Right. This shouldn't draw any attention at all. From what I've heard about Mother, it likely won't. Great. Well, let's go get my body back. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go ahead and go that way. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, 
So Angus is able to lead the way. He's familiar with where the <laughs> sheriff's offices, especially the slammer. Walk your way back through Hendrick's town, not the person. You. Into, into the sheriff's office. Be a nice change of pace. He's been inside enough. Um, if we go past by the uh, the tavern, I think Severus will get his truck. Uh, well, that's up to Angus. I mean, I would think it's on the way, is it not? Let me look at the map. Well, I don't know. It depends on what way you're going to the sheriff's office, so. Those fucking direct route. Must be body back. <laughs> it's faster this way. It's literally on the way. Yeah. Okay, well, if you want to go that way, sure, go for it. Okay, we'll, we'll stop off and get the truck and then drive to the police station. The one block. <laughs> Ooh, thank God we saved that trip. <laughs> I'm slowly destroying the environment. Fuck you, humans. Okay, so you turn up at the, outside the Watchtower Tavern where you guys were just moments before. Does Mango or Mindo or Ando or whatever his name is want to get clothed better? Or are you happy? No, because he knows that Joel's inside and if he walks in like this, God knows what'll occur. Okay, so you hop in the truck and direct Severus the one block to the sheriff's office. <laughs> this was it. Thank you for not going inside. I, I, I really did not look forward to talking this out with Joel. Yes, I think that would have been terrible. And then I would have been locked in a room again. Yeah, and I, I'm, really, I'm really trying to give a good impression to Joel that I'm not a complete fuck up. Hi. I think this would have been a bad impression. My thoughts exactly. Yep, so you guys walk into the sheriff's office, and you see there's there's a, a few more staff than you would expect on at this time of the night. Deputy Grape seems to be moving around, carrying coffees around the bullpen. The sheriff is standing there with his hands on hips, Right in the corridor, and he turns around and notices the two of you, and he's like, What? What the fuck? Meadow? Angus will shrink back behind the Severus. Right, uh, Constable, uh, I believe you have a friend of mine uh, under lock and key. Uh-huh. The man seems to have misplaced his, his trousers, and I, I was hoping I could uh, assist with uh, any issues with his holding. Uh-huh. So you're associated with the man who, for the second time now, has exposed himself in public to my town? Allegedly. Well, yes, but uh, this this wasn't exactly his fault on this, the time exactly. Uh-huh. Well, while I've got you here, you don't happen to know anything about this Smoke monster by the Watchtower Tavern, do you? Smoke monster? Scared my deputy shitless. And you guys look over and you, you see Deputy Mater with one of those reflective blankets over his shoulders, kind of rocking back and forth in a chair, holding a, a hot beverage, and he just seems to be gibbering away. Oh, yes. I, I actually do know a little something about that. Uh-huh. That apparently was a puka. 
and there are nasty little buggers who like to play tricks. And one of the tricks they did was switching the minds of poor Meadow here with um, the naked man. And, uh, well, you know how <clears throat> Meadow likes to explore things. And I'm sure that may have just been just a great misunderstanding. Do you want me to roll manipulate someone on that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because I am, I am lying my ass off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I not be exploring too much on Angus. Shower. <laughs> oh, there it is. Wow. That's another 13. That is crazy. His eyes flick between you and Zamito hiding behind him. Gives a little wave. He just kind of shakes his head. Uh, more of this magic shit. All right, follow me. Leads you around the the little group that's trying to comfort Deputy Mater downstairs into the cells in the basement. And he shuts the door behind him. And he turns to the you and he says, Look, I'm not completely stupid. I know this shit that happens in my town. And I've been doing this a lot longer than probably you guys have, so... Chuck all that wood. Play it to me straight. Is that smoke monster something I need to worry about or not? Oh, no, I, I don't think it should be troubling you anymore. All right. To, to compare, if this was a uh, wood chopping situation, I am a goddamn carpenter. <laughs> Fucking wood. You know, Marie. <laughs> not personally. I I've, I've only know her by reputation. Mm-hmm. He reaches into his pocket and he pulls out his keys and he sorts through them. He goes and he unlocks the the cell where Mango is lying. Mango. <laughs> and he goes, all right, you. I guess you're free. No more of this shit, Meadow. And he looks between Mango and Mando. Whichever one you are. Just want my body back. Uh-huh. We will try to get the settle as swiftly as we can. You want to use down here and I'll go upstairs and keep everyone out of your hair? Or do you want to deal with this out where? I mean... Oh my goodness. We haven't found any clothing to give to cover him. If it wouldn't be too much trouble, we can uh, we can solve this down here. And uh, we'll be out of your hair. Toot sweet. Good. And he just turns around and he slaps the main door behind him. You hear him clomping up the stairs back to ground level. Severus points inside the cell. All right, mother, enough of this. Get back in your proper body. There is no longer a child in there. So these restrictions should be lifted. Don't know the things I've seen. Give me back my body. You hear this deep voice, but not with a Scottish accent. It says, I'm... Not anyone's mother. Who are you? Better question. Who the hell are you? It's a good question. Do, 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 do. Oh, fucking let me look, A. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Oh my god, it's Joel. <laughs> well, he would know who he was. Yeah. I, I should use a different voice. I'd be like, um, my name's Father Barry. Oh my god. The BBEG. Seemed to have find my, found myself in a rather unusual situation. 
one, I seem to have grown. Two, I don't have my pants on me. Aye, you better be careful with the merchandise. Meadow? No. No, this is the gentleman who whose body you're currently residing in. Right, and so what about Meadow? That's what we're trying to find out. Huh. Angus rubs her temples. Where were you last? Well, I was just left the, the church. I was doing an errand. Joel asked me to pick something up from his shop. And um, this rather tall man, naked man, seemed to be hiding. And I called out and asked if he needed any assistance. The next thing I know, I woke up here. Right. Well, we have secured your um, freedom, but I need you to come with us. Because we need to find your body. Yes, that, that would be would be helpful. I suppose I should point out that my uh, body is currently wearing um, armor under its clothing. Why does your body have armor? It's a personal question. I'd rather not answer it. Right. They also might be carrying a sword. What the fuck? Is that what Angus says? (laughs) (laughs) Going a priest to paladin. Severus is going to look back at, um, uh... Uh, Angus. Angus Meadow. Anglo. <laughs> and just, like, checking to see if, if this is news to to them or not. Angus has a, just gives him a bewildered look and kind of shrugs. Oh. Well, we still need you to come with us. I need to get my body back. You need to get your body back. I also need clothing. Quite naked under this blanket. Well, do you have clothes at the church? Not this big. We could go back to my room at the library. I, I believe that would be a good idea. All right. Cheerio. <laughs> you see, he kind of makes an effort to stand up and keep the the blanket wrapped around his waist. It looks like a tiny little towel. <laughs> yeah, his form. Oh. You have to wrap it around your knee. My knee? <laughs> it's not that big. Tuck it, tuck it. Perhaps you could bring your truck around to the back of the the sheriff's office so we can just walk out the back door and you can get in that way. Yeah, I think that might be a good idea. Severus is going to go out and drive his truck around back if he doesn't get stopped by anybody. Okay, yeah. The sheriff gives you a nod as you head on out. Seems to raise a quizzical eyebrow, but trusts you for the moment to be in control of the situation. That was his first mistake. Yeah, he even helps you hustle out the uh, the two trans- body-switched um, victims to the back door. Angus is always the victim. <laughs> the victim was the keeper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, what, head off to the library? To Angus's room? Yeah. Yeah. I hate him. I assume Angus knows how to get in. I guess he doesn't have a key since the Angus body is naked. Okay, so you roused Mavis. <laughs> you oh, God. Bang on the wooden door out front. And the, this 
woman in her 60s that you've already met uh, is wearing a floral dressing gown. She pulls out, who is it? Um, it's me and Angus and uh, Father Barry. Oh, uh, one moment. And you hear a series of locks unlocking and a dead bolt. And the door opens and she looks questioningly at you and a little confused when she realizes it's Angus and not Father Barry. Well, I have good news and bad news. Oh, she says as she opens the door furthest to let you in. Yeah, um, once everybody gets in, uh, Severus will continue. Good news is, um, Meadow's child has been birthed, so fully on that. Oh, congratulations, Meadow. And she goes up to Meadow and gives her a little hug. It's like, whoa, the child? Is everything well? Yes, uh, everything. Did it come out the natural way, or was there... There was nothing natural about it. It was horrifying. Oh, well, you know, I hear that childbirth is can be quite traumatic for a number of women. Um, it's okay, dear. I'll I'll make you some tea. Is is the baby okay? I'm Angus. <clears throat> oh, yes. And she looks between the Angus body and the Meadow body. Oh, oh, dear. It's been a very long night. Yes. Oh, I don't know whether or not to offer you alcohol since you've just birthed and I don't know if Meadow planned to breastfeed or... Oh, dear. I don't even want to think about that. I just want to shower. Well, that we can do. Come, come in, come in. For many reasons. Uh, oh. <laughs> And she um, ashes Father Barry down to Angus's room to get clothing. Well, I guess she leaves it up to Angus to, like, is he going to use his bathroom or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Father Barry makes sure to be pretty quick for putting his clothes on. He doesn't want to uh, accidentally see anything while Meadows Angus is showering. He rejoins Severus pretty quickly, leaving you to whatever it is you're doing in the shower that we don't need to know about. Oh, hardwood. Um, Angus will shower off. Where, where is Angus keeping this hardwood, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Curtains, hardwood. Um, Angus showers off, then takes towel towels off, flicks his freaking mop of now probably disastrous blonde hair, kind of shrugs. Goes out and uh, tries. Well, I th- I think the Mavis has laid out some more meadow-sized clothing for you to put on, such as. Well, Mavis only has little blouses and um, A-line skirts, so. Angus goes into his own closet <laughs> and uh, picks out a pair of trousers and a just a, a shirt, a white shirt, a giant pair of trousers, and a. Yeah. A white shirt that's more like a dress. Mm-hmm. She kind of tucks the shirt in, pulls the pants up, cinches it down with the belt as best possible. Kind of rolls the cuffs up on the pants. It's done. Walks out. Ah, so much better. I'm glad to hear it. Mavis lays out um, a snack for everyone to eat, and there's cups of tea and everything. And she looks at Severus for an explanation. 
Severus spikes his teeth with a with a flask that he has. Of course. It's a blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Angerson is vampires. No, it's it's alcohol. Uh, so mother didn't want to go through with have, giving birth, I can only assume. Hmm. You don't say. It appears she's jumping bodies, which is not something I knew that she could do. Oh, that, that is unusual. I didn't know if... She, are you sure that it's her that is doing this? I was fairly certain. Why? What? Because didn't you mention something about that in the funhouse? Well, not... More like just being in two places at what What are you thinking? Well, the whole thing with the reflections and it just... Body swapping seems to be something that um, has come up a few times in my research, but it's more not something that is uh, in a magical spell, per se, but it's something that is, well, it's happened before in um, Hendrix's history. Yes. In fact, in the exact same location. Of course it has. It took a little bit of doing because it was redacted from the official files, but it seems about a, almost exactly a hundred years ago that some kind of uh, release of natural gas from the area um, caused an issue similar to this when people saw themselves in reflections while standing in this gas. It caused some issues, like your young employee, although I, I don't recall the, the loss of eyes, but it was more the, uh, sometimes you know how you catch your reflection and you look taller than you usually are, it would make people taller, or if they look squatter and, and fatter, it would change their appearance to, to match what they saw in the reflection. Um, that was the, the lesser of the issues. There was one recorded issue of an actual body swap happening. How did they fix it? Oh, they didn't really. It was more... Oh, God. The townsfolk took to fixing it themselves. How so? I don't know if I like the way that sounds. Really the time of the witch trials, but small towns and superstitious people, those afflicted were um, drowned. Well, that's not good. Well, now I'm concerned about our friend Hendrix. I'm more concerned about me. We left Hendrix at the carnival. He's attending to the child, but we left his horse right there. I wonder if Dios has switched personalities with someone else. We have to get back to that fun house and find out where this is coming from. Well, there was a weird smell in the the mirror maze. So the gas could be a very good possibility. We definitely need to get back there. Um, yes? Also, uh, Father Barian Angus's body speaks up. I wasn't at the fun house. I was just outside Joel's workshop. Yes, but that's just down the road, isn't it, Clint? Yes, not that far away. But it kind of indicates either the gas is moving or uh, its area is spreading wider. <laughs> right. Well, either way, we need to attend to this. Mr. Angus, if, if you will accompany me. Absolutely. 
Um, we will find some way to beat this. Father Barry, uh, you sound like you're a man who has his experience. If you would join us, we would be honored. Of course. I uh, did notice a sword in the uh, bedroom. Mind if I borrow it? He looks at Meadow's body. Just be gentle. Don't worry. I'm rather skilled at wielding a sword. It's well, not it's your, not first, your time. first time. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Oh no, quite experienced. I've uh, been wielding a sword for many years. That is what she said. I, I'm sorry, Axis. Poor choir boys. Yep. All right. Uh, then let us be off. Uh, Mavis, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you so much for your assistance. Keep me informed. Of course. She sees you all out, and um, Father Barry grabs that sword that. He just keeps in his bedroom. Why else would you keep a sword? Did you still have your great axe, or is this a, uh, not great axe, great sword, or is this a different sword? Uh, it should be the same sword. Okay, yeah. It's like, oh, it's a little bit heavier than what I'm used to, but I seem to have a lot more muscles at my disposal right now. Yes, it's a great sword. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I think we should go to the mechanic shop. Mm-hmm. That might help. What do you think? I think that's a good place to start. Okay, so well, the three of you are heading off to the mechanics shop. Let's jump down to Hendrix, who's having a moment with his baby. Yeah, uh, Hendrix is, I would say, holding their baby at this point uh, in his towel and saying, uh, number 12 from my list, music. Boy, do I have a lot to say about music. Cotton Ball Joe is fantastic. And then there's like downtown things. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm listening to, but it's entrancing. Uh, also, I have never been so motivated as to when I heard those beautiful voices telling me to reach for the stars. You, you need to hear this stuff. You don't got to worry about most of the albums until you're older because you're just a cute little baby, aren't you? Little, little uh, Cassie. I, I think that's what we'll go with. Uh, what you do have to worry about, though, is number 13. Uh, electricity. It hurts. Trust me. I tried it recently. Uh, Hendrix is just going through the list, basically. Okay, sure, yeah. Right. It's just funny. And you named the baby what? Cassia. C-A-S-S-I-A. It means cinnamon. So yeah, I, I'm uh, holding the baby, rocking them a little bit, enjoying that. Also keeping an eye out for Meadow, just in case. Yeah, you do hear um, an odd, weird knock on the door, like a a single knock followed a moment later by another knock. Good passive perception. <laughs> is there any way to see who it is without answering? I'm sure there's a, a window with a curtain and you can pull the curtain back and have a look. I would like to slightly do that without while being subtle. With, without being subtle? While being okay. subtle. Well being settled. Okay, sure. Act under pressure since you seem to think this is a big deal. Because <laughs> otherwise you're going to be like, oh, they see you. So. <laughs> Five. <laughs> um, oof, oof. I'm not going to use luck. I'll let it happen. Okay, so that's a fail. What you see outside is this giant nose right in front of you and through the window. Like, all of a sudden, big nose. And a big face, a long face, and you realize 
after the initial scare. It's Dios. I, I, when I was picturing Meadow and you were saying long face, I was like, what, what on earth has Meadow become? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, cool. I, I uh, opened the door then. Oh, hi, hi, Dios. Oh, wait. Can you talk now? Nay. Now, it sounds like you were just saying nay with like a human voice. Oh, well, sugar, it seems like the jig is up. Now, I, I heard there was a baby. Can I have a look? Can we backtrack to the jig? What? What now? Well, I'm, I'm not sure exactly when it happened, but at some point uh, I became a self-aware, I believe you call it, uh, and I've just been keeping that information to myself. But, uh... but Dios, we tell each other everything. You. Well, no, no, sugar, you tell me everything, and I, I'll just stand there and listen. Well, I like By the way, that we ha- okay. you talk about a lot of boring stuff. Okay, well, this is why I wanted to voice Dios myself, because you insult me. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Now, baby, show me. I don't know if I want to. I thought I knew you, and now you're, you're here being all rude and stuff. I want to get to know you. I, d- I didn't mean to offend you, but now you're offending me. And as I have learned, being offended is a big deal here in the modern society. Oh, well, well bless your little cotton socks there, sugar. Uh-uh, um, I do apologize for my behavior. Now, please, show me the, the, the cup. Why are you so interested? Because I, I want, I want to know what, what kind of offspring someone like you Hold on. Produce. Tell me something only Dios would know. <laughs> well, that you're not definitely not Amish. I feel like Meadow would know that. And that you seem to have interests in, in a couple of men. Meadow may also know that. Hmm, what else? Let me see. There was that one time that that little imp creature had to hold you while you cried on his shoulder. Yeah, okay, you're Dios. Well, that's cool. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well, here's a baby. She's mighty cute. Oh. And the the horse kind of leans her head over and you see her giving a, a good sniff. Huh. She does smell a little bit like you. Oh. But her eyes are a little unnatural looking, even for a human child. Yeah, they are. Horse. I saw they are. <laughs> I saw they are red. Uh... I mean, I don't know what Meadow is exactly, but, well, I don't know what I am exactly, actually. Or what you are, apparently, so I guess we're all in the world of, I'm not sure how to finish that sentence, nobody knows anything. I guess we'll just have to stick together, sugar, and find out ourselves. That, or I get out the rock. (laughs) Okay, you're going to use magic? Oh, yeah, damn it. I keep forgetting I have to roll for that, damn it. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Come on, sure. don't give me another fail. Oh, it's a four. <laughs> <laughs> eh, well, so be it. I'll take the experience. I need you to make another roll as you rub your thumb across the coarse part of the rock. It spills a little bit of blood, and you look up and catch sight of your reflection No. in the window. No. I need you to roll. Not the time. Got a baby here. <laughs> Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need you to roll weird plus weird. Oh, welcome to the party, pal. 
That's a seven. That's not terrible. Okay, for a brief moment, you feel like you are looking at your reflection from a very different point of view. Yeah. And you can also catch sight of the the horse and the reflection and the two of you kind of blink no. and sway no. and a few moments <laughs> later both of you fall unconscious on the ground the no. horse outside of the caravan and you down the stairs i'm holding a baby right now yeah they bounce i am making your to hold the baby in a way that means they don't take any of the fall I don't want you to act under pressure, but I'm kind of like, I don't want anything bad to exactly. happen. Exactly. No, gonna make act me do under that. pressure, because this is not a normal human baby. Let's see if something gets weird. Act under pressure, plus cool. If something gets weird, yeah. We, we haven't had and that they, yet. They're fine. <laughs> it's act under pressure, remember? They're fine. So, worst outcome, hard choice or price to pay. Okay. As you start to crumble and fall down the stairs, one part of you is vaguely aware of, I need to protect the baby. And you try to fall in a way that, you know, the baby won't be harmed. But at the last moment, something or someone snatches the baby away from you. Can I pick a different option? A dark shadow. Don't like that option. And you fall unconscious, unsure what has happened. I just hate everything. For the time transpired. Unsure of what has just transpired. I'm never using Steve again. Are you sure you're the one using Steve and Steve isn't the one using I need you? Steve. <laughs> you need Steve. Okay. Oh. Oh. Does it even work? Okay. Either, I'll give you an option. Either you lose Steve or you lose the baby. But I will tell you the baby does not die or get injured. Which choice? <laughs> oh, that's not fair. <laughs> that is definitely a hard choice. This is just because you said you need Steve. I know. Well, I don't want Steve to fall into the hands of anybody else. But I don't want the baby to fall into the hands of anyone else, even though I feel like we can get the baby back easier than we can get Steve back. <laughs> but I'm going to be the responsible father here and say that I'm going to keep the baby. Okay, so you don't know it, but you're able, you, well, you do know that you're able to protect the child as you collapse down the stairs, hugging it to your chest as your back takes the brunt of any injury happening here. You were not aware that the stone you were also holding falls from your hands, and a few feet away, the audience sees a hand pick up the stone, and then the sound of footsteps running away from the scene okay running away they're not confident then i'll take it five bucks says it's marie (laughs) see i thought you had to switch bodies with the baby i was like ha (sighs) i pondered it (laughs) (laughs) but he rolled he rolled well enough not to do the actual swap so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought was going to happen when you started talking and then it didn't. No, I know. It was going to be the horse, but yeah. So Severus, Angus, and Meadow's body, and Father Barry and Angus's body. Sounds like a really bad porn movie with everyone in each other. Are outside Voodoo Mechanics, and the workshop looks all closed up. 
What do you guys do? I, I should clarify that Severus has not been inside anybody, and nor has anyone been inside Severus for this whole mystery. This is true. So far. That's it's a little sad. Oh. I want to investigate a mystery. Yep, okay. Roll for that. Uh, All right. The shop. Yep. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. I think you've got one. Yeah, I I'm think I'm going to use my last boon to make it a ten. Okay, and these boons have all been coming from Curtis Dixon. Thank you, Curtis Dixon. If anyone would like to award boons or banes to our players and, and or guests, please go to our coffee page. That's ko-fi forward slash Wolf, And you can donate a few dollars, get some stickers and activity sheet, and um, yeah, gift a boon or a bane. Right, so uh, that's hold two. How, what questions are you asking? All right. Um, I think I'm going to ask, um, what is being concealed here? What is being concealed at this location? Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can pick up like some kind of imprint of what's switching everybody's bodies. Okay. You'll notice that Father Barry and Angus's body um, starts to kind of fidget and kind of wave his hand in front of his, his nose and he's like uh does anyone else smell that oh what is it well it wasn't me what does it smell like it kind of smells like you know when there's electricity in the air it kind of smells like a lightning strike or something that's what i smelled in the fun house hmm. i don't know if it'll apply but what sort of creature is it, based on what I've known of it so far? This doesn't sound like a creature at all. Oh, actually, I could make it a creature, couldn't I? Hmm. I mean, if if you'd rather me ask one from the investigating a phenomenon, I can do that instead. Well, that, that yeah, maybe that one. Okay. What could fix it, cure it, or slow it down? Which one do you want? What one's the most pressing to you? Um... I think I want to know, cure it would imply stopping it, so I'm going to go with cure it. Okay, what would cure it in terms of stopping it? From what Mavis said, this already happened once, almost exactly 100 years ago. It's possible that this is some kind of natural release of gas from that area, and it's possible that it's just moving its way through town. So you could try and find a way to dissipate this gas or move it along kind of thing and and hope that nothing else is going to come out of the ground or wherever it is that it came out of or you could try and find the source and and find a way to to plug the source or wherever it's coming from okay in case more is coming okay father barry do you think if you focused you could find where the smell is coming from I, I could try. Mr. Angus, if you have any pointers, I'm sure you're more aware of how this affliction works. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm asking you to show if you can help Father Barry know how your nose works. Oh, yes, I do. Well, you breathe in and you smell. I, I kind of gave it that. I mean, that's how I'm smelling it in the first place. Kind of looks at you weirdly bright. Uh, affliction. Mm, a nose of affliction. 
allergies or something. You hear him muttering to himself. Anyway, he kind of turns in a direction and inhales deeply and thinks about it for a moment and then turns in a different direction and, you know, inhales deeply again. He does this a few more times. And he, he says after a moment, why, I think it's probably coming from there. And he, you guys turn around and you see that he's pointing at the big top or the, the carnival, at least, the fun fair. All right. Well, I think we should go there and perhaps we can find the source of it. I bet the source is in the fun house. Uh, p- perhaps you're right. Well, we can always start our search there. I, I think that would be a good idea. Sounds good. Tra la 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 la. Yeah, so you guys walk over walk down the road to the ward, you hop in the truck again and then drive there. Uh, I mean, we can walk. That's the environment. Yeah, okay. So you walk through the makeshift uh, park that you guys have put off and head on over. You make the way to the fun house or are you going anywhere else first? No, I think the fun house is where we're going to go. Okay. Uh, so you head to the fun house and you see someone, a young woman standing outside. You recognize her as one of the um, food stall vendors. And uh, she says, oh, Mr. Savati, Mr. Savati, there's been a bit of a commotion. We've been looking for you. What seems to be the problem? The the young man with the cowboy, the cowboy, the, the topless cowboy, um, with the baby, he seems to have had an incident. Oh? Yes, uh, we've, we found him on, on the ground outside of your trailer, uh, along with a horse. And, and the baby, the baby seems to be okay, though. Right. <sighs> Can't leave that man alone for a minute. Right. Um, do you want to attend to that, Mr. Angus? I suppose. And I will see what I can do here. Okay, so Mango follows the young lady mm-hmm. to the back end of the carnival where they find that um, Hendrix is sitting on the steps of the trailer and the horse is standing up, leaning against the trailer. I guess Hendrix is probably clutching the baby to his chest, not willing to relinquish hold of them. Is that correct, Hendrix? So you're saying I'm conscious, sorry? Yes, you're kind of um, a little bit woozy still, and so is Dios, which is why she's leaning against the caravan. Yeah. There's a few people standing around. Um, they've been offering you something to drink. Someone's offered to help the baby, that kind of thing. No, indeed, I am clutching them within the uh, duffel coat or whatever I'm wearing, just trying to keep them warm. Mm-hmm. Suddenly trying to make this seem sexual seems inappropriate. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, keeping the baby safe. Yeah. What the hell did you do now? Um, I, uh, I, I looked into a mirror, I think. It was like before. The ass was here, by the way. They can talk now. Nay. Angus looks between Dias and Hendrix a couple times. Pinches the bridge of his nose. Dios flicks a tail. So what have you been up to? Well, we discovered that Meadow has swapped bodies with Father Barry. So now Father Barry is in my body. We can only assume that Meadow is in Father Barry's body. He, for some reason, 
is wearing armor and has a sword. And I mean, sure, why not in Hendrix, to be honest? That's fair. And I think we figured out that there's some kind of gas that has something to do with the body swapping and the mirrors. So don't look at any more mirrors. And that's what's causing this. I got that. And perhaps it's not even Meadows doing it. Wait, so gas and mirrors together? That's what it seems like. Right. That's a shame we don't have any way to stop ourselves from breathing gas. Wait a minute. Uh, Hendrix checks their pockets. For Steve. No stone. I think it might have dropped Steve somewhere. Did I? Did Hendrix actually see any person, or was that off camera? That was off camera. That was the, what the listeners saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then uh, I think I start drop Steve somewhere. You lost him again. Again? I've never lost him. Oh my gracious! Well, I'm not sure why you're using him now in the first place. There's enough going on. Well, I was curious about my. Beautiful baby who has red eyes, but it's still a wonder to look at. Have you met her? She's called Cassius, by the way. Cassia. Oh, I'm intimately familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I spelled her, remember? Oh, of course, yeah. Well, uh, okay. But my uterus. <laughs> I guess Hendrix would probably look around for the stone, just, you know, logically. Okay, you can investigate a mystery if you want. Sure. Let me help you. Why not? There is a question for that. I have a nine. If you want to help out, give me a ten. I do, I do. Actually. Oh, God, Bane. What I should have done is, Sean, you have a uh, a new character sheet, so I should uh, bring that up for you. <laughs> oh, no. No. But you will need to transfer over oh god your charm your call and your sharp into the meadow character sheet and use that so my charm is so charming oh it's not as much as meadow my cool and my sharp you said yep you keep meadows tough and her weird yeah we match <laughs> oh no we don't no we don't how does she have Hey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, uh, yeah, help out. <sighs> you can also see that you guys are able to spend the luck of the playbook that you're using if you're in another body. I don't want to. But for the listeners at home, they don't know what this will trigger. It might be something that'll be triggered immediately or happen further down the line. It could affect the story or it could affect just the body that they are inhabiting. Come up with luck specials for everyone. God. I'm just looking at the moves. (laughs) God, I hate you. (laughs) They're actually some good moves. You just have really shit stats for them. (sighs) You do have armor. Do I? I don't see that. Oh, there it is. Oh, good. I have that. Outstanding. Okay. Uh, what the fuck? Mm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what am I doing now? Helping out. Cool. Uh, <laughs> it's a 10 success. Nice. 
So that gives the a plus one to the person you are helping out. Yay. I'm so helpful. Nice. For a change, Mina was helpful. <laughs> Two things. First thing, where did it go? It being the rock I'm looking for. Okay, you see a little Steve Impstone-sized indentation in the in the dirt near the trailer, and you also see footprints leading away from the trailer. You can surmise that someone has picked it up and run off of it. Hmm. I don't need to ask any other questions at this time, so I'll, I'll follow those footprints. Wait, Hendrix. Uh, I will say to Angus, I, I think someone matter. Oh, sorry, Mangus. I think some matter stolen the stone. We should probably go uh, get that. I think there are more pressing matters. More pressing than somebody... Uh, you also have a baby in your arms. Whole, well, true. Uh, nobody pointed that out to me in character. Uh, <laughs> you should know. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's true, but also uh, somebody having an imp sidekick genie helpful thing is a little concerning <laughs> effectively yeah effectively a genie i've seen aladdin now <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh did we investigate that what else is there to investigate right now honestly i'm just trying to get my life in order the whole body swapping thing is somewhat concerning there is that yeah true okay well just to lay it all out we have uh a baby with uh, red eyes that are beautiful. Uh, we have an imp who is missing. My horse talks now. Nay! What do you mean your horse talks? I don't worry about it. It's just a thing that I need to deal with. I mean, that could, that kind of is encompassed in the whole what am I, what is meadow, what is this baby situation, which kind of needs Steve to answer, which is another reason to get Steve back. But true, there is also this body issue but it's kind of your issue more than mine at the moment. <laughs> that is true. And then there's Marie in hospital or whatever. But again, that kind of falls into the what is everything question, which we need Steve for. So Steve is kind of the optimal thing. Although Meadow being on the loose is a risk to the baby. So maybe we should deal with that first. Exactly. You, I'm glad you agree. We should. Do what I said and, and deal with Meadow and this whole body swapping issue. I'm glad you thought of it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like we're married already. Can I ask something? Why? Why is your? Why have you? Are you not Scottish anymore? <laughs> because this is hard enough to speak like. <laughs> I cannot do it all the same as Will. Mrs. Doubtfire. Exactly. Hello. Oh my god, you can't just ask somebody why they're not Scottish. <laughs> Is that accentish? <laughs> so we're looking for somebody. I'm assuming it's a somebody or something that uh, caused, you know, body swapping. That person, presumably Meadow, uh, as far as I'm aware in character, could be the person who stole the impstone. Alright, that's fair. Let's find the stone. I'm glad you agree. I just want my body back. <laughs> I feel like this is our best best heading right now, unless you found something else. Let's just go Father Barry and Severus should be fine. Let's go, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you going? Following the footprints, I think. You are following the footprints. It 
leads you through the carnival near the spot where the alligator attacked you guys back in the other timeline, Angus. I going to say, I swear to God, if you say the fun house again. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Father Barry there, brandishing a sword, standing over the riverbank. The Father Barry or? The real, the body of Father Barry with a sword, brandishing a sword, stabbing down repeatedly into the riverbank. What the fuck? Seems on brand. Oi, what are you doing? Well, don't call him over. And they look up and they say to you, I remember you. Who, me? From 1999. I remember you. Oh, they've got a good memory. Are you in my body? I. What? What is happening? I. No. <laughs> yes, you are. Give me my body back. And they start lunging towards uh, Angus. Do I recognize the voice? No, of course not. Is this. Are you Meadow? No. I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> Stop this demonic body position. I'm so confused. And they suddenly stop abruptly and they stare at Hendrix. Is Hendrix still holding the baby? Yes, of course they are. Oh no. And Father Barry's eyes widen and he lifts the sword up. You see his nostrils flaring. Oh, you're going to die now. And he says, demon child, I must eradicate it. Roll for initiative, please. I want to kill this guy. (laughs) Yeah, sure. What are you doing? Uh, with the hand not holding the baby, I do my red right hand thing, and the uh, the hand morphs Akira style into this or prototype, I guess. If you, uh, video game fans out there, yep, I got it. Yep, uh, and uh, yeah, lashes out against this person, either penetrative or bludgeoning. Who cares? It's an Ooh. attack with weird <laughs> tendrils. Sure, and they lash out towards him. Roll for that. Let's see how it goes. Ten. Death to the people who threaten my child. Wow, what's your extra effect? Um, extra effect. Oh, cool. I get an extra effect. Because uh, it's a 10 plus, uh, yeah. Uh, where's my... Oh, kick some ass. Um, on a 10 plus, choose an extra. You gain the advantage. You inflict terrible harm. You suffer less harm. You force them where you want. Remember, you will exchange harm. I want them in the underworld because they're dead. You want them in the underworld because they're dead? Yeah, what's the damage there? <laughs> uh, oh, my damage is actually uh, three damage. Three harm, sorry. Three, three bludgeoning damage. What was your extra effect? Uh, I, uh, I'm licked terrible harm, I guess. Okay, so that's an extra one, right? Yeah. So four harm. Your tentacles or whatever it is smack against what you see to be chainmail because your tentacles kind of as they smack against him kind of rips some of his shirt down and you see chainmail underneath his clothing but he also has a big sword and he doesn't quite take as much damage as you were expecting and he does two harm to you as he slices across your thigh it gets to harm to me when i've on my own oh is that just their own their turn actually no he inflicts three harm why why? <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Okay. Angus, are you doing anything in Meadow's body? 
trying to read stuff. Hold on. You gotta catch up with what Mido's got. God damn this thing. I don't like these moves. I'm gonna complete this whole mystery carrying this baby. I was expecting we would find a nice way for Ollie to, like, leave this uh, mystery happily ever after for a wee while. This is not happening. <laughs> Cast out evil meadow, right? How does that work? Fuck, I don't know. You tell me. Okay. Uh, cast out evil. You may banish an unnatural creature from your presence. Roll plus tough. On a 10 plus, it is banished. On a 7 to 9, it takes a little while for the banishing to take effect. The creature has time to make one or two actions. Either way, the banished creature is unharmed and you have no control over where it goes. This move may be used on unnatural hunters, e.g. the monstrous. On a miss, something is keeping it here. That's bad. Hmm. You're about to yeet this baby into hell. No. Are you... What are you banishing? Um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to work out. What are you banishing? The BBEG. Because I just figured this was Barry being Barry. I didn't figure that they were possessed by something. <laughs> no, Father Barry. Oh, it's Aramitha. Isn't a natural hunter. It's Aramitha. <laughs> now the question is, is she unnatural? Hmm. What do you think, Mr. Ray? Would she be unnatural? I don't think she is. No, I don't think she's unnatural. No, she's... You see Father Barry turns his sight directly onto Angus as Meadow tries to do some things. She flings her arms out in an effort to do something, and he looks directly at Meadow and says, How dare you use my own skills against me? Oh! So it is Meadow. Okay, I was right. And then Father Barry comes over and he comes to smack you. Oh, we're fighting Meadow right now. With the pilt of his sword, intent on knocking you out. What are you doing there, Angus? Hold on, can we pause for a moment? Meadow is trying to kill her own child. Kind of a mother of this. Or is Hendrix going to jump in and do something? I'll let, I'll let Angus go. <laughs> Angus was going to try and grab Hendrix and yoke him away. And run. Was my uh, attack in just completely useless? Not completely. There was damage done. Not quite as much as you were expecting. It seems this person is wearing chainmail, so they have some protection against attacks, shall we say. Mm. It's at this point that the baby starts crying as Father Barry gets closer. Sure, baby, you, you do your thing. And it's a piercing cry. We have to let the children express themselves. Does it deal damage to the enemy? Can it be a sonic scream that deals damage? I mean, it could be, but it would be everyone in the area, not just Father Barry. Except for relatives, right? And considering Angus is in Meadow's body. How about you roll tough? what? You, Father Barry, and, well, not Father Barry, but you and Angus roll tough. For what exactly? Because the baby's scream just increases in intensity and loudness and pitch. Nine. Eight. We live. Your ears start ringing. It feels like there are daggers being stabbed into your ears. 
you can either try and cover your ears to block out the sound, or you're going to pass out. What? Why? This is terrible. You were the one who said, could it be a sonic scream? And it gave me an idea. Well, does it affect Father Barry at least? Yes. Uh, You can actually see a little bit of blood dribbling out of one of his ears. Nice. Good baby. Um, Angus covers his ears. I mean, I don't have much choice. How do I cover my ears if I'm holding a baby? Ah. I sit down, yoga pose, put the baby in my lap, and then cover my ears. Okay. What the hell is yoga pose? Sit cross-legged. That'll do. There we go. Father Barry kind of staggers down to one knee, eventually drops his sword and puts his hands to his ears as well. So the three of you are at a stalemate at this point. Severus, you were going into the funhouse with Father Barry and Angus's body. Yes. So you have made your way in there. You've acquired some lighting or turned the lighting on. So it's now lit up funhouse. And you start to get underway, but you hear what starts out to be a really loud child's cry just get much louder. At this distance, it's not hurting you, but it is it really does attract your attention. <laughs> oh, oh, that is not good. Um <clears throat> All right. Father Barry, I, I need to know, do you do you smell uh anything odd in here? Do, does it does it have that ozone smell? Uh yeah. Yes it yes it does. Would you say it's stronger here than before? Uh, yes, yes, although I think, and he sniffs in another direction, I think the ball pit area back there is where it's the strongest. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the ball pit. Um, Mm -hmm. all right, let's see if, uh, can I try to speak with something I don't share a language with? (laughs) What are you going to speak to? I'm going to speak to the gas. Oh, you can certainly try. Use magic. (laughs) All right, here we go. Tell me how that looks. That's a 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. I also want to mention that uh, the game is fixed is also in effect, so I take plus one forward after this. Nice. So I want to speak to the gas. Okay. What, what What are you saying to it? And how do you... Do this magic. Uh, I think Severus's face becomes inhumanly gaunt, and he opens his mouth, and there is green, like hellfire, licking from his mouth and his eyes. And he's like, <clears throat> "That's enough. You are trespassing in my domain. Reveal yourself." Ooh. And you hear this kind of whispering sound. Why should we? Because, as I said, this is my domain, and you're trespassing. Your expectancy is determined by the next few moments. You're causing a lot of chaos, and I need you to vacate. Because if you do not, I will force you out. Hmm. Now, do you have any move that would... I know it's not a monster, but did you? would you have any move to, like, 
manipulate a monster or anything close here that could not just, you know, the usual manipulate a person move. <laughs> um, yes, but it won't work. Because it's, it's... <laughs> I have easy going, and so if I was being friendly, then yeah, this would work. I could manipulate it. Yeah, you've just intimidated it, tried to intimidate it. Okay. Yeah. We will not leave. All right. So if I were to banish a curse from this place, what's my AOE? What's your area of effect? Effect. Ah. Hmm. I would say that you could probably banish all of it as long as you did a good enough roll, but you also got assistance. All right. From another magic user or or divine user Hmm. to help cast them out, so to speak. Yeah. Um... And I'll make it really obvious, kind of like something your mother is able to do. Yeah, yeah, that's just what I was thinking. (laughs) All right. Have your fun. Enjoy your time at the carnival. But I will be back. And I promise it won't be pretty. That's all you get. All right. Come now, father. We need to find my mother. Uh, okay. Right. And as far as he's aware, you just had greenish flames come out of your mouth and light up your eyes and was talking to the ear, but he doesn't seem to flinch. He just kind of notes it and continues on. Father? Uh, yes? Can you tell me a secret? I believe if you could tell me a secret, then we can make a deal to find my mother immediately. What kind of a a secret are we talking about here? Oh, tell me something that... You haven't told anyone else in the town. Perhaps, uh, why you have that armor. Uh, the armor is, uh, something that's been handed down through the uh, generations of my family. Guess I should start with my family are cursed. My bloodline is cursed. Is that a big enough secret? Cursed in what way? Cursed to... The assholes? Walk the earth until... Armageddon. Ah, just as Longinus. Mm, exactly. That should be sufficient. And Severus will hold out his hand. Everybody will give you a big firm handshake with his big Angus hands. <laughs> and I'm using a negligible price. Yep. To do what exactly? So, because Father Barry revealed the secret, I'm going to use that to fuel the deal to find Meadow. To find Meadow, your mother, or Meadow? Yeah, um, Meadow, my mother. Meadow, your mother. Okay. You, as soon as you've clasped hands and shook, you feel the tingle of the magic, your eyes go green once more, and you immediately know where she is. She is nearby. She is at a riverside near close to your carnival, and you know exactly the route to take there to get to her. All right, let us be off. Uh, okay. Follows you. Yeah. 
And you come upon the scene where there is Hendrix sitting down, cross-legged, clutching the baby to his chest. There is Meadow's body with Angus inhabiting it, holding hands over ears. So is Hendrix holding hands over his own ears. And the body of a man with a chainmail shirt on showing underneath his shirt and um, a sword laying beside him and he's on one knee and he's got his hands over his ears as well and it's at this point the baby which you've still heard is kind of wailing in the background closes their mouth and there's almost deafening silence uh-huh. uh that's my body it is yes right everybody stop and severus is gonna hold up his arms high you know in in kind of a presenter fashion a moment later, the unknown man, who is apparently Father Barry's body, looks up and locks eyes with you for a moment, Severus, and you see a look of recognition. Severus, what are you doing here? Uh, Meadow? Mother? Yes, son. I... Uh, my name is Eremita. You know that? Oh. Oh, we have so much to catch up on. Um... I'm just glad that the demon child stopped wailing. You see him get to his feet and pick up his sword and start to advance towards Hendrix, clutching the baby again. Careful, mother. That's my brother, your child. Excuse me? Yes, that's that's my brother, your child. Um, I, I'm not sure the exact details, and I, I didn't want to pry, but apparently, um, apparently at the turn of the century, you lost your memories and took on a new identity known as Meadow. And you work at a tavern here in town, and um, you're, uh, you had a paramour with, uh, in the form of this gentleman here, um, who came from the past. An association. <laughs> yeah. A dalliance. Yeah. A wild night. A wild night. Oh, yeah. I, I, I said I didn't want to know. <laughs> that wasn't in character, but yeah. I know. <laughs> A cleansing. Uh, oh, damn. And uh, you had this child, and due to some phenomena, um, bodies have been rearranging on who is where. Manipulate someone. All right. Who is our mother? Shut up. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, that's a 13. She stops at she, I say, and Father Barry's body stops advancing. Still holding the, the sword up, and you can see her hand gripping the hilt of the sword. She's looking between all of the people here, and eventually looks down at the child. Suppose I can see the resemblance. Very good. Um... She lowers the sword. Her shoulders just kind of lower as well. She says, two demon children. What have I done? I'm not a demon. Regardless, um, I, I need your assistance in expelling this creature, this being. You wish for me to cast out evil? Exactly. I will need my own body back for that. And Father Barry's body looks over at Meadow's body. Badly. Oh boy. Unless whoever is occupying my body and using my skills is able to accomplish the task. Father Barry kind of sneers down at Meadow's body. Uh, Mr. Angus, do you think you're up to the task? 
I don't know. It's kind of all new to me. Right. But I guess I can give it a go. I mean, I could try to give it another use magic roll and just banish the curse from you all. I mean, that's three people you've got to rearrange. That's a bit much for use magic, I think. Yeah. Not with his rules today. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I just have to do three use magic rolls. Ooh. Yeah, we could do that if you want. Yeah, let's let's see if I could do three in a row. Let's see how well this goes. Go for it. All right. As you heard Meadow and Angus and Father Barry together. I feel like this is an episode of Futurama. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. That's a 12. Okay, that's one six, one very good success. Oh, that's an eight. Oh. Mm, not a great success. I'm going to test fate and spend a luck on that. Okay, two successes. All right. And a 13. Ooh, a 13. Oh. Okay. This actually takes a lot out of you, though. Yeah. Because this is a lot of magic being used here. It's the point where you look like you've aged 10 years. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And you have aged 10 years. You permanently look like you're 10 years older now than what you did before. Ooh, do I have like the, you know, the white on the temples above the ear thing? Oh, yeah, totally. You've got a few of of them um, actually showing up. Uh, Very Vincent Price looking. The telltale agent. Um, Angus, you find yourself back in your own body. Oh, thank God. I don't know how much longer I could have stood that. My gosh. Father Barry kind of pats himself down, readjusts his chain mail, gives you all a nod. You all turn to Meadow, or is it now Aramitha? Even though she's standing there in this mishmash of men's, she looks like she's in her father's clothes, we'll say. Uh, and she, her blonde hair is a mess. She looks up at you guys with a completely different expression on her face. You would swear you were looking at a different woman than the, the meadow you usually see. You can see the meadow you know is gone, and this is a much more harder, sterner, competent, and confident woman than, well, meadow is pretty confident and somewhat competent. So, you, But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do this. Right. Right. Um, Before we do, uh, Father Barry, you back? You there? Uh, yes, yes, I am. Uh, you have a, a rock in your pocket? Uh, rock. And he checks his pockets and he says, uh, no. Great, great. Awesome. Uh-huh. And you see Meadow, while you were looking away, to everyone was looking at to watch this conversation. When you look back, um, Meadow slash Aramitha has this nasty-looking whip in her hands. Uh, looks like it's got razor wire around it, and she's also taken on some kind of... It's almost like she's she's glowing slightly. Right, where is it? Um, well, we can't defeat it like that. It's uh, It's a gaseous form that's enveloping the town. Huh. But I need to cast out evil. Yes. Um, Well, it seems to be centralized in a fun house in my carnival. It's not so fun. I have no idea what that is. Take me there. Right. 
and uh, Severus will lead the way as best okay. as he can. Yeah. And uh, Aramitha marches after you, still brandishing her razor whip. What's the rest of you guys doing? Are you staying behind, or I'm looking at Angus. Um, do you understand anything of what just happened? I a little bit. You get used to it. All the strains comings and goings here in Hendrix. Come along then. We'll search for a rocky in a minute. I'm hoping this is not going to take it too long. Oh, uh, better not. But how does she not have the? Oh, 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 oh yeah. I still have my second uh, investigative mystery from that thing. Yeah, sure. Um, what's being concealed here? So you look over by the river where you had seen Iramitha and Father Barry's body. I will show you two things. First, the light from the nearby carnival is just enough to show you that the water is red. Oh. And the second thing is that there is a very familiar looking stone on the riverbank. Rush to that stone. So you rush to the stone and pick it up? Put it in your pocket? Yes. Yes. I am not playing that stone. Um, I'm just going to put it in my pocket for now. Okay. As I'm right next to the river, uh, is is that blood? It looks like blood. Hmm. Who the fuck did she murder? No, I'm not. I'm not going to stick my finger in. Actually, I'm going to be safe and just not. Uh, I'm going to return <laughs> to Angus. <laughs> okay, you go back to Angus. Um, Angus has watched. He's seen you run over, grab a stone that he's also seen before, and watches you as you put it in your pocket. Got the stone. Also, the river's blood. Let's go. Wait, the river's blood? Yeah, I don't know what's related to what anymore. Oh my god, what did that one do? Didn't we have blood rain at some point? Yes, you did. That that was in character. I'm sorry, keep going. Aye, that was a long time ago. I don't see how it would affect the river now. Angus kind of goes over to the river and looks up and down it. I don't know, I'm just saying it was similar things with rain blood, water blood. Yeah, it does appear to be a river of blood. If you've dead river creatures floating along in the river, too. Oh, okay. I don't think if she fucking murdered somebody, who would do that? No, that literally looks like a actual whole river of blood. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay. Right. Well, come along then, Hendrix. You got your rock. Let's go back to the carnival for now and watch this uh, show. Hold on. What happens, do you think, if I put the rock in the river of blood? Because then it's not using my blood, but it is using blood. I, I don't think that's a good idea. I, I don't think it's a great idea right now. I'm just kind of curious about the thought of it. I need to stop getting curious about things. Let's go. Aye, you got some strange thoughts, you do. I have a baby, though. Have you seen her? She's so cute. I, I, I go. Let's, let's go. I never see a baby again. It'll be too soon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he doesn't want to look at your baby. Uh, yeah, as we're walking, uh, I'll just, like, rock and cuddle baby and be like, now, promise me you'll never do that scream again, okay? Unless we're in dire trouble, and in which case it's a great idea. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> okay. Severus and Aramitha have marched off to the ball pit. And then the tentacle man summoned a giant turtle, I kid you not. It was, it was intense. And you're saying I also had... Yes, yes. I, I, I try not to think about that part. Well. It's obvious that he is not the father of the child. Yeah, not, not enough tentacles, it seems, which 
Thank the gods. She kind of gives you a hard look and she says, it is still the child of a demon. Yes, I'm aware. It's going to have a hard life. I will need to deal with that at some point. Yes, I'm just concerned about it. You were only demon touched. There is more demon in that child than I can allow to pass. Yes, but it also has you in inside of it. And it's, it's a very unique situation, and I'm curious to see what becomes of it, to be honest. If it were to be allowed to grow. Well, after we're done here, I will have to return to my kind and consult with them and beg their forgiveness for my absence and of shirking my duties, and hopefully they will understand that it was not of my doing. And then I will see what needs to be done with the child. In the meantime, will you assist me? Of course. Okie dokie. I'm going to roll her and use magic. Okay. Do you want to also roll yours, use magic, or help out? That would be great. Um, I think I'm going to roll my use magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see how bad this is, considering how bad her magic is. Mm-hmm. That's a 12. Oh, that might make it easier. She grasps your hand, and the two of you stand with arms raised. Your eyes go green. Hers go have i said what color her eyes go no hers go blue purple oh. blue a bright blue a bright mm, what do i want to say imperious no a bright not innocent but pure blue where's the fucking use magic button there we go three <laughs> She's going to spend luck. That's going to affect you guys later. Oh, thanks. Hmm. So the two of you having hit 12, or 12 plus rather, take a moment and um, you feel that there seems to be like some kind of vacuum around you as all of the gas is being sucked back into the ball pit and shrunk down into a tiny little pinprick of, I guess, evilness. And it compacts itself right down into a stone and falls to the ground. Um, Severus will pick up the stone. It feels warm. Ooh. Um, would you care to take care of this or would you prefer me to? I'll take this. And she holds a hand out for him. Yeah, he'll, he'll give her the new demon stone. Don't trust her. She holds it and it disappears in her hand presumably to the same place where uh, she keeps other items like the razor whip when she's not using them. Uh, the old prison pocket. <laughs> well, it was good to see you, son. It was good to see you. Perhaps I will be back in another few decades. We'll see what my kind have to say. I, I do look forward to seeing you again, mother. Hmm. Have safe travels. Gives you a nod, turns around, walks out of the fun fair, and for those who are now approaching, see her as she launches herself into the air and flies away. Well, that was unexpected. I guess it went well done. Yes, the, the phenomena has been taken care of, and Aramitha has agreed to go back to her people, or I say agreed. It was her decision. I came here hoping to liberate her from... The affliction that she had as Meadow, but now I'm not sure that was the right course. It's a hard course to take. Yes. Wait a minute. She took my shirt and my pants. I'm afraid so. 
Perhaps there still is a bit of meadow in her. Hi. Mr. Hendricks. Yes? I think it would be best if you took the child with you. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I, I was sort of... Uh, okay. I, I kind of was taken out as a given, to be honest. I'm going to warn you that all of the fury of heaven and hell will be after that child. Uh, well, I'm sure I can handle all of heaven and fury. Well, I will try. And it's not like I'm going anywhere, really. I mean, I'm, I need to go speak to Marie, work out what the hell's going on with everything. And I feel like I need to be around Marie to figure that out, as well as Steve. Hey, perhaps you should not use Steve so much. Uh, I, uh, I heeded your warning, and I don't plan to use him regularly. I just kind of need the one answer of, uh, of what the whole soul banding's about. And what that makes this child. I see. I guess that's fair. Do you know what anything about what this child is, by the way, uh, Severus? Uh, well, Mother seems to think that it is very demonic. Um, well, she would say that. Yeah. Um, she says there's definitely more evil in it than, well, myself. Um, but one thing that I do try to point to is the fact that there is a lot of Whatever mother is in it as well. I would like to think that people are as evil or as good as they choose to be, not something that's born in their nature. I am of the same mind. That said, it does have red eyes, and I'm kind of curious about what that's about. Oh, that's probably the demon in it. But if I'm, if I'm the demon part and it has red eyes, then how does that work? I feel like I need to ask Steve these things. Probably not you. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not quite big on the genetic part. I, I'm not sure how it works. It's all mm. magic-y bullshit, as they say. Well, I could ask him now, I, I tentatively say. Uh, you pull Steve's stone out of your pocket and... I do. Rub your thumb over it yeah. while one hand, while you got your other arm around the baby, cradling it. Use magic. The size. It's an eight. It's fine. We're good. Steve. Okay, pick a glitch. Well, what are my choices? Oh, right, it's the weird magic things. Uh, uh, problematic side effects sounds fun for the story. Hmm. Okay. Steve pops out and he goes, Hi, boss! Hi, Steve. Uh, quick uh, question, which I assume has a long answer. Baby here. Meet baby. Uh, they have red eyes. They are part me, part angel. They are also part demon. I assume that demon is me, in which case, why do they have red eyes and not? Oh, no, oh. it's not you, boss. Oh, what, what do you mean it's not me? Oh, hang on. You want information. Um, let's see. Why can I trade for information? Well, you can't read anymore, so you can't read the book. Ah, oh, I know. I want. You're gonna kill Marie. You want me to kill Marie? Yes. Well, no. That would kill myself. I am soulbound to her. Ah, nuts. You're smarter than you look, boss. Well, thank you. I mean, so, can you just give me a little bit of information here? What's, what's the deal? Why, whose child is this, if not mine? I did have the, the sex. Well, boss. You owe me a favor. Now, what if you just ask the favor of me to kill Marie? Uh, maybe 
has to kill someone, but it won't be Marie. And it won't be the baby. Will it be myself? Mm, no. You know what? No, I'm still not keen on killing people right now that are not evil or against me. You know what? I don't believe you. This baby is mine, and you are wrong. Goodbye, Steve. Okay, bye. Uh, guys, you've seen this whole thing go down, and after he dismisses Steve, you guys realize he's got a tail. And I don't mean Steve, I mean Hendrix. Oh, no! What kind of tail? Is it a horse tail, or is it a, de- a, a tiefling tail? tail. Or... It's a little okay. pointy on the end, you know? Right, right. Oh, what you got there, then? I got a rock that's useless. Steve, it's, I, I give up with Steve. I done told you not to summon him. Well, I mean, what can I say? I was right. It's a bad idea. Perhaps you should leave that stone with uh, Marie. Well, I mean, I still kind of need answers, but at the same time, not doing much with me. For me, rather. So, yeah, I mean, I, when I go speak to Marie, I'll, we can ne- negotiate who has what and... Wow, it's like custody battle. Who has custody of Steve? That's it's quite amusing. Yeah. I definitely think you should leave the rock with her, not the baby, for sure. I'm not, I'm not, not giving the baby to her, no. Seems quite irresponsible. <coughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> Hot kettle black. <laughs> well, I guess that's everything then. Let's see, having not noticed my own tail. <laughs> it was a pleasure to meet you. Oh, Severus isn't saying anything. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, too. Uh, thanks for sorting out whatever the hell was going on. Of course, it's uh, it's what I do. Hmm. Okay. Dios trots on over. Nay. Dios, I... No, I don't even know what to say to that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk on the journey. I climb aboard, Dios. You guys bid each other farewell. Do y'all stop telling me about the tale? Proverbial sunset. And you uh, you ride off, and uh, as soon as you're out of earshot, the horse kind of turns and looks at you, and she says, Why, sugar, where'd you get the tail? Some following us? I turn around. And you see this tail waving behind you. What in goddamn tarnations? Well, that certainly was a crazy mystery. Neither would have thought things would have gotten that crazy without Marie. Speaking of Marie, Celeste is still dealing with real life, but she has said things are looking up and she should be back at some time, some point. Until then, I continue to torment Sean and Angus with the help of multiple guests in upcoming mysteries. Big thanks to all of our guests for being such good sports and helping me pick on Sean. Also, a big thanks to you, our listeners. I know it's been a long, long time between the last episode and this one, and for that I'm sorry. Just with me doing all of the behind-the-scenes stuff on my own, um, I think I just got a bit burned out. But I am back, though, and we have a lot more of Red Gaten Wolf for you guys to listen to. So, as always, Red Wolves, thanks for listening.
child birth is painful and scary. 